0: Even though it is part of it. Because as we read in Isaiah and we saw it there at the end, He just didn't die for your sins to keep you from going to hell, bring you into heaven. He died for your broken soul. He died for the wretchedness that we feel that we go through. He died for your betrayal. How many have ever been betrayed? He's been betrayed in the deepest and the darkest ways so that we could be healed from all forms of betrayal. I don't know if anybody read the paper today. I had an article in there. And I'll just read part of it. It says, Jesus was betrayed by a friend. The prophet Isaiah foretold that Jesus would be rejected by his own. He would know grief and be forsaken. Jesus did not only go through the cross for you, but also he was acquainted with your betrayals. Only those close to you can betray you. It has happened. Jesus felt it and went through it all so deeply. The Bible says that He is your high priest and feels the way you do. Because He went through what you've gone through. Have you been kissed or sold out? Are you hurting or even angry over the kiss that sold you out? Have you been abandoned and at this moment you do not know what to do? Look at our Lord on the cross and be healed. Yes, Jesus was betrayed, but afterward came the mighty resurrection. So will yours. When you get betrayed, it is just proving that blessing and resurrection is around the corner. Life does not have to end after betrayal. Life does not have to end after betrayal. As you look in your Bibles with me to Matthew matthew chapter twenty five a few years ago, as I was preparing for an Easter message, the Lord started dealing with a message and put it on my heart, and I started praying about it and I said, "But Lord, you're talking about you're talk, you want me to preach on our resurrection and not yours. He says, the reason I gave my life so that you could have a story and you could have a resurrection." He says, you're celebrating what I did to you. But he says, I'm up here celebrating what you've done for me. You've accepted me. You've accepted the sacrifice that I gave for you. And it says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. I'm sorry, Matthew 26. Matthew 26, verse 14. Then one of the twelve called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, "What are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. That was the price of a slave. So from that time, he saw opportunity to betray him. Now, on the first day of the Feast of the Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying to him, Where do you want us to prepare to eat for the Passover? Look at verse 21. Now, as they were eating, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and each one of them began to say to him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He who dipped his hand with me in the dish will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes just as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been good for that man to have never been born. Then Judas, who was betraying him, answered and said, Rabbi, is it I? And he said to him, you have said it. Jump down to verse 45. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise and let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude with swords and clubs, came to the chief priests and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given him a sign saying, whoever I kiss, he is the one sees him. And immediately he went up to Jesus and said, greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. And it goes on to say in the end of verse 56, "Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Now, when I was reading this, it just got my attention that the word betray is used eight times. Eight is the number of new beginnings. It's the number of grace. He was betrayed. He uses the word betrayed there eight times. How many times have we been betrayed? It says in the book of Luke, it says that Jesus, he says, you betray me with a kiss. It says in the book of John that he betrayed him and kissed him and went and stood among the betrayers. Many here this morning, as the Spirit of the Lord is bringing us into this message, is wanting to speak to your hearts and heal your hurts. Because the wounds you might have gone through as being betrayed or being a betrayer. You know, there are people, maybe here in this room, or someone may be listening to this tape. Maybe you thought your marriage was doing good. Betray comes when you least expect it. And usually it comes by someone who's close enough for a kiss. Many times it comes by someone who eats at your table and we'll read here in a minute in Psalms 41 that sometimes, many times, it's even someone who sat at your table. You thought your marriage was doing good and you got home one day and the suitcases were ready and they said, I'm leaving you and I'm leaving you forever. Don't even try to get in touch with me. Maybe you found out you came home one day and your little girl was crying and blood was all over the floor. And you found out that she had tried cutting her wrist because she hated her life and you had no idea. Maybe one day you found out that your son, who thought you thought were straight, is confused about his identity and what sex he is. Maybe everything in your business seemed to be going well. Then all of a sudden, they come to tell you they have to start foreclosing. Betrayal comes when you least expect it, but it comes... And many times we hold it in and we can become the bitterest and angriest people there is because of the betrayal that we have felt. And the thing about it is, is Jesus is acquainted with the betrayal. He felt it. He took it. It was done to him, even by his closest friends. It was done. It was been done from the beginning of time. It started in heaven when Satan betrayed God. And Jesus had to come and pay a price so that we could be free in our minds and our souls He doesn't only want to forgive your sins. He wants to heal you from your hurts. If we don't get healed from this area of betrayal, we cannot go forward because betrayal is a weapon of the enemy to steal your future and your destiny. You know why? Let me me just say this with you. Betrayal hurts. And as a pastor and a counselor, you could go through all the counseling and the therapy All the tapes and books you want to, but unless you go to Christ, who truly knows all what betrayal does, only He can heal you of that. But uh, you counsel people and you talk to people and you'll talk to a lady and she'll say, I'll never love a man again. You know, I'll tease them and say, hey, I think I found somebody for you. I don't even want to hear about it. Oh, come on, I want, to marry. I, want to, I want to have another wedding. I want to marry you. I don't even want to hear about a man. <laughs> and you'll run and you'll talk to some ladies or some men. And it's amazing that you'll find a lot of times if they give up on men, they start loving cats.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you ever went to somebody's house and they had 12 cats running around the house? And they're walking with one. And you go, boy, you need a man. No, oh, I got my cats.
1: <laughs>
0: or you, you go visit somebody, you want to eat there and you sit on the front porch with a fella and he's got his lab and he's hugging that big old yellow lab. And, and he's going, oh, I love you. You're such a good, faithful buddy. I love you. Hey, woman, preacher's hungry. It's the biscuits ready. Talk to the woman like a dog and talk to the dog like he should talk to his wife. But I don't trust women. They're all the same. I've been betrayed and I'll betray them. You're riding down the road and you see a little lady driving a car. All of a sudden, a rat with fur pops his head up. And then another one. And they got dogs in the car. Can't even go to the store without bringing the dogs. Why? That cat won't betray me. That dog won't betray me. I don't go to church. Why? I don't trust them preachers. Why? Because I don't trust my daddy. He came in while I was sleeping and I was 12 years old. And he abused me. I came home and my mom says dad's left. And I don't know how we're going to make ends meet. You can't trust. Authority figures. And you see how the enemy uses something just like betrayal to cause you to mistrust a man, a woman, a marriage, a relationship, a business deal? But Jesus wants to heal those hurts. You know, we saw in American Funniest Videos, you might have seen it. Some people, some of them people love on them cats and dogs so much. How many of you heard them animals talk?
1: Did you hear them cats
0: say, Mama? Yeah. Holding that cat. Mama. On the fireplace mantle, pictures of the cats, but none of their kids. Why? Where are all my kids? They never send me a Mother's Day card. When I was in the hospital, they never even called to check on me. You think I ought to put pictures of my kids? Leave me to my cats. Are you hearing me, church? He came to heal you of that. He came to deliver you of that. He doesn't want you living in your life, I'll never trust again. And, and I know, I can't even imagine, I won't even say, I know how you feel. No, I don't. I don't know how you feel. But the Word of God that cannot lie says, I know how you feel in your loneliest moments. I know how you feel when you were pregnant and you told that man and that man looked at you and says, It ain't my problem. I had a good time. You consented. It's your problem. It's your baby. But you said you loved me. Yeah, i told you that. But all men say that just to get what they want. And then you go, Oh my God. He betrayed me. He told me He loved me. He told me He wants to marry me. And I'm carrying His baby. And He could care less whether it lives or whether it dies. Come on church, how many of you know Come on. And you saw when Jesus stood back up to keep receiving the lashes. It's because he had to receive all the lashes for all the areas of our soul that has been hurt and cast down so that we could be free. Look with me in Psalms 41 and let's read about David whose own son betrayed him. Psalms chapter 41. I told you this wasn't going to be a usual Message, but I don't want to be usual. I want to follow the Holy Ghost. Who knew you were going to be here and what you needed. Psalms 41 verse 9. This is the New Living Translation. Even my best friend. How many have ever had a best friend? Even my best friend. The one I trusted completely. Oh, listen, please don't tell nobody. You're my best friend. I've got to share this with somebody. Please, will you not tell anybody? Do you swear in your life, oh, I'm your best friend. We're blood brothers. We're blood sisters. You can tell me anything and nobody will find out. Even my best friend, the one I trusted, the one who shared my food, has turned against me. Now the whole town knows. Verse 12. You have preserved my life because I am innocent. You have brought me into your presence forever. Praise the Lord God of Israel who lives from everlasting to everlasting. My best friend. The ones I trusted in. Go with me quickly to Genesis 37. We've been studying about Joseph for the last four weeks. I want you to see in Genesis chapter 37. Something that has to do... With betrayal, and as you're going to Genesis 37, you know about Joseph and the coat of many colors. He was in his prime; everything it was the perfect. He everything seemed perfect. He had his robe of many colors. Everything was doing great. He was having these awesome dreams and visions given by God. Everything was the best it could be. And betrayal interrupted his life by his own brothers. But church, listen to me. You may say, I haven't been betrayed that much. Well, listen. This is the thing. Joseph's brothers betrayed Joseph, killed a goat, and put the blood on the coat to lie to the father. Isn't this something that years before, the father killed a goat To betray his daddy. And the 19 years that Joseph, the 12 years, I'm sorry, that Joseph was in the prison, his dad was suffering because my child, my my love has been taken from me. But isn't it something that the daddy was only reaping the betrayal through the sons that he had did to the father? I know some of us might have been pushed in some pits, but some of us have done some pushing in some pits also. And the Lord wants to heal you and rescue you from that also. Are you with me, church?
1: Yes, heal us, Lord.
0: I've betrayed. I've betrayed the trust, I've betrayed the love. And I want you to see something here in Genesis thirty-seven, verse twenty-three. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, and the tunic of many colors was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, and there was no water in it. How you know he? Listen, he never expected. You didn't expect the letter. The divorce papers, the phone call from the police, the phone call from the morgue. You never expected it, but it came. Do you die? Do you keep living? It goes on to say, listen, look, look at verse 25. This got me. And they sat down to eat a meal. Oh! Is there anybody right now who's 17 years old? Anyone here 17? Back there, you're 17. Can you imagine? This is just a teenager. They grab him. They take his coat. They rip it up. They get blood. They start pouring on him. And they throw him into a pit. Now, you know this young man. He's down there crying. Come on, guys. Get me out. And he starts crying. He starts getting frantic. He's down in, their, in that pit. They're talking about killing him. And he's saying, come on, guys. And, and they're hearing this young, their, their brother cry. And what do they do? They order pizza from Ahab to Arad. (laughs) You know that song, As Cold As Ice? Their little brother is crying frantically. He's crying and yelling and pleading for mercy. And they decide, let's eat. Let's eat. It didn't even take their appetite away. And you wonder, how could that man look at me and say, make it however you can make it. Raise those kids however you make it. I'm through with this. I'm out of here. I can't be tied down. And you go, but I've given you 20 years of my best, 20 best years of my life. I've I've, I've taken care of you. I've served you. I've loved you. I was always here for you. Well, you just weren't enough. they could just walk out and just leave you there crying and never even look back. Or the little boy who said, Daddy, don't go. And he wrote him a letter. And he grabbed the letter and ripped it all up and threw it back at him and says, Bye, son. And drives off and never sees him again. The betrayal of the devil is to kill the saint. The betrayal of Satan is so deep is to kill and wound the marriages and the children to where they feel like they'll grow up and they feel like if I couldn't trust my parents or my teacher or like people who grow up and they go off to camp or something with their pastor or their youth pastor. And they're eight years old, six years old. And during the night something happens. And they're too scared to tell mom and dad. And they grow up, and listen to me, I know people it's happened to. And they go, I'll never trust a preacher again. Betrayal will cause you to judge everybody through the betrayal you've lived through. And you'll pass up opportunities to bring you on over into your destiny. Because if Joseph would have studied and looked at everybody as a betrayal, he got betrayed by Potiphar's wife saying he laid with her and he didn't. Ended up into prison. All the different things that he was betrayed from, it could have made him bitter. But God groomed him to be a governor. The thing that betrayal does, it brings us to an end of ourselves so we can put our eyes totally upon Jesus because we know He will not betray us. In 1 Samuel 18, we won't go there, but how many know the story of David and Saul? And David just killed the giant in verse chapter 17. And here we find in just a chapter or two over, they're coming back from war. And the women start singing that David's killed, Saul's killed his thousands and David's killed his ten thousands. And it said that Saul got that crazy eye. It said he eyed him with envy from that day on. You've seen that eye. He eyed him from that on and then just a few verses over he's got spears and he's throwing trying to pin David to the wall and kill him. That crazy eye. Why are you doing this to me? Why are you telling me these hurtful things? Where have you been the last three days? You know the betrayal. Joseph, Jacob and his dad, Saul and David, Aaron and Miriam against Moses, Peter, Judas, betrayed by love. People who said they loved them, but still betrayed them. But how I many know that when payday came around and when Joseph could have condemned his brothers to death, he was willing to say, I forgive you and I'll let you go. Matthew chapter, look with me in Mark chapter 15, please. Mark chapter 15. Mark 15, verse 31. You know, I know this message for many, many people. I know this message you may be saying, that's just too close for comfort. I'm supposed to be coming to get edified. Listen, if you don't deal with the issues, you can't get edified. Unless you can forgive mama. Unless you can forgive dad. Unless you can forgive some deal that went dirty. You know, I've been in the States now for over... Eight years, I think. And uh, there's churches I've held revival meetings at 10, 15 years ago. Over 15 years ago. And I still have not received my check for preaching there. No, the preacher quit the church and took the check. We came back and Cindy was praying for one of our children and we were praying for a vehicle. Man, we needed a vehicle to get around and we were praying for this vehicle and I, I get a phone call from my brother about three hours away. He said, uh, the Lord's put on my heart to give you a Volvo. He, he sold used cars. He says, I've got an, It's an old Volvo, but it runs good and I got this Volvo for you. So boy, uh, my wife's uh, aunt's boyfriend, their fiance was going to take me up there to get in. He wasn't saved and we've been witnessing to him. And so he was, man, somebody's giving you a car. Man, you are lucky. No, I'm blessed. So I spent three hours and I was ministering to him. Listen to this. Cause what I'm going to, the story is not the sad part. The sad part is that this guy was interested in the Lord. And we drive up to this car salesman preacher's house. Don't judge them all. And I see this Volvo, maroon Volvo, and I thought, oh, glory to God. It, you know, it's old, but it
1: looks good. Thank God.
0: So I walk up there and, you know, he had made a time to meet us. And so we were at walking around his house and I said, so that's the car. He says, well, brother, I've changed my mind. I said, I tell you, he says, you see that old Dodge van under the tree over there? He said, if you want, I'll give you that. Well, already drove three miles and I've been testifying to this guy who wasn't saved that this preacher was giving me a car. And he gives me this uh, three hours and he gives me this Dodge van that when you go over 45 miles an hour, all the tie rods were broken. The shocks were gone. The metal was shown in the tires and we didn't even make it home. The master cylinder was out. It was a work van. It was hot, no air conditioning. And here's this fellow that heard all how good God's people are to each other. In fact, they finally left me here in Pineville. Must have been when God called me here. Finally broke here in Pineville.
1: But you know what? <laughs>
0: but you know what? You either get bitter or you get better. He didn't have an excuse. I didn't need excuse. The only thing is the testimony to that man that I think passed away. And I don't know if he ever got saved. Because that left a bad taste in his mouth. Betrayal. Matthew chapter 15, verse 31. Mark, you're right, Mark. Boy, I'm glad I got my people. Mark chapter 15, verse 31. Likewise, the chief priests also mocking among themselves what the scribes said.
1: He saved others.
0: Himself. Himself. He cannot save. Let Christ or Chris or Shannon or Mary or Guy descend from the cross that we may see and believe. Even those who were crucified with him, reviled him. Or in other words, when you're being betrayed, in the face of your betrayers, are you going to come down from the cross and try to get even? Are you going to try to get them back? Or are you going to let them go? Come down from that cross. Joseph could have had his brothers murdered in a minute. Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to come down and taken care of them in a minute. But what did Jesus do? He didn't come down. He didn't try to get even. He didn't even prove Himself. Why? Because David had said in Psalms chapter 41, My innocence will bring me into your presence. Just write this down, Matthew five forty three and 44 says, You have heard it said, You shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Romans chapter 12, 17, 21 says, Repay no evil for evil. Don't avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine and I will repay, says the Lord. Do not overcome by, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Jeremiah fifty one thirty six says, This says, not said, but says today, this says the Lord, Behold, I will plead your cause and take vengeance for you. You know what God is saying? Let me. Because I know the person you're dealing with. Your one act of forgiveness and mercy may cause that person to be healed of the betrayal they've received from the past. Don't you take it upon yourself because I know you and I know who you call your enemy. And your enemy is truly not your enemy. It could be a spirit. I know what to do, and I know how to deal with it. Look at John chapter 13 with me. John chapter 13. John chapter 13, verse 21. When Jesus had said these things, He was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray Me. Then the disciples looked at one another perplexed about whom He spoke. Say who? I want you to close your eyes for just a moment. Close your eyes for just a moment. And I want you to see whose face, the face of the betrayer, I want you to see Him in your mind. I want you to see her or them in your mind. He was bruised and rejected for your rejection and your bruises. He came to heal the brokenhearted. You may be brokenhearted today, and you may have some who have betrayed you, who have stolen from you, who have lied to you, who broke confidence with you. I want you to picture them in your mind because the disciples says, who? I want you to see those faces. And I want you to say in your heart, in the name of Jesus, by faith, I release them and I forgive them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You break the weapon of the enemy when you release forgiveness. You crush the head of Satan when you release forgiveness. Amen? In John 19, verse 30, Jesus with His final breath took a a deep breath. He didn't sigh or whisper and He hollered out, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Those three words, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Listen, when He's, On the cross, hollered out, Father, forgive them. Broke the curse over mankind. Broke the curse from the garden. And broke the curse on the earth. Those three words. If you want to break the curse off of your life, you've got to say those three words. Father, forgive them. I forgive you. I forgive you. And you break the curse. The curse upon yourself. Curse upon your home. And I know what has happened to you was not fair. It was not fair. And I know it hurt you. And you know what betrayal is? Betrayal is to give somebody your heart. You Give somebody your heart. Jake, man, I love you. I appreciate you. And then he takes my heart. And he rips it and throws it back at me and say, you're nothing to me. I hate you. I hope you rot. I hope you die. How many times have we given our heart to somebody just later on to have it thrown back? And they rejected Jesus. He came to die for them. Listen, at the most moment where He had the most followers and they were all putting branches before Him and they were crying out, King of Kings and they were crying out, Hosanna, and they were praising Him, the Son of David, the Messiah, when He had the biggest crowd by just the words of a few betrayers turned the multitude into those who cried out, crucify Him. One day, Hosanna. The next day, kill Him. How quickly people's hearts can turn. We better have our eyes on Jesus. How quickly the hearts of people turn. Six, eight years ago, President Bush had one of the highest ratings in a president. Today, he's got one of the lowest. Your ratings and opinion of people will go up and down, but Jesus broke the betrayal to say that you're accepted. That you're loved. Amen, church. I know some have taken your hearts and not respected you, has disrespected you, has taken that heart and ripped it up and then threw it back at you. Jesus in Matthew chapter 24 and Matthew chapter 27, the end of his life when he was agonizing, he cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? The intimacy and the love that he knew in God was broken. God the Father had turned away from him. The earth turned dark. It was he he was abandoned on the cross to suffer for our sins and our betrayals and our hurts and our pains and our broken hearts. He was left alone on the cross to carry all that upon him. But yet he even in the midst of being left alone, he still trusted God. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. I don't see you're not looking at me. I've never felt the absence of your love and I've never felt the absence of your presence. But I trust you that you will do fairly for me. These people have rejected me, but I know that you have not. And He said in Luke 23, 34, Father, forgive them. Those three words broke the power of the curse. I want you to close your eyes and pray with this, this with me. Father, I pray that betrayal will no longer have control over my life i choose not to allow the hurts anger and hate and revenge over that betrayal rule me anymore father i make the same choice that your son jesus did On the cross, when He forgave His betrayers, forgive them, Father. I forgive them. I release them now. In Jesus' name, Amen. You just raise your hands and will you just allow the Holy Spirit to start touching you and ministering you and healing you. Will you allow the sacrifice that Christ did on the cross for you to be manifested in your heart and your soul? Allow His blood to come in you and cleanse you and push out the curses out of your blood. May you be cleansed and made holy. May you be washed and forgiven. May you be clean and white as snow as we forgive those Who've done wrong to us in the face of our betrayers. As the heads are still bowed and the eyes are still closed. On this day, I want to ask you, you put your hands down. I want to ask you, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you've never accepted Him in your heart before, I want you to raise your hand right there where you are. And I want you to say, I need Jesus into my life. Anyone at all. Raise your hand right there where you are on this day. God bless you, my sis. Anyone else at all? Raise your hands. I need Jesus into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, sir. God bless you, young man. Anyone else? Maybe you've been saved before. Maybe you've gone to church, but it's been a long time and you know you've wandered away. You haven't been living your life right. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand. Anyone at all, you know you have to get your life right with Jesus today. Don't you leave here. God bless you, sir. Don't you leave here without getting your heart right today. I want the prayer warriors to come up. I want the prayer team to come up. And I want those who' raised their hand would you come up and let us pray with you today. Those who raised their hand, would you come up and let us pray with you today? We don't want to embarrass you. just go ahead and turn the lights down low. I want Christians praying. Christians praying on this day. Christians praying on this day. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you young man. I'm proud of you. God bless you. Come and see this sister right here. Anyone else, don't leave here. If you're here today and you've battled betrayal, you know that it's changed you. It's hurt you. I want to invite you to come up and get prayed for. We've got some free CDs of this last Wednesday. I've been told that we need this message. The CDs are free. The CDs are free. When you go out, take a CD from Wednesday. Take it. We want to give it, bless you with it. I want you to hear the message that we had Wednesday night. But is there anybody else here today? You need prayer. Come up. Want you pray for. We want you minister to. Come on, sis. So good to see you. God bless you. Come on up. I need more prayer warriors up here. Come on. Come on. I need more prayer warriors right now up here to receive these. Come on. Brother Buddy, you're an elder. Come on. Come on, Brother Tom. I need you up here to receive these. Receive these. And pray with them. If you want to, take the hand of the person next to you. I just want you to pray over that person next to you where you're sitting. Pray for their peace. Pray for their restoration. Pray that God will move in their lives. Come on, take take their hand. Right there, just sitting down, take their hand. And just pray for them. Pray that God will heal their pains and heal their hurts. And And you may say, but I have my own hurts and pains. While you pray for others, God will minister to you. Minister to that person. Lord, I pray for healing. I pray for restoration. I pray that your Spirit will come and come alive within each and every one of them. Father, I I pray that You heal marriages today. I pray healing for Your daughters today. I pray healing for Your sons today, Father. Every daughter and every son who's been abused and hurt, who's been betrayed, who's been rejected, who's been belittled, who's been disrespected. I pray, Father, by the power of Your Spirit, that You will flow into those lives. Every person here who hates themselves because of a betrayal. Every person here today who feels that they are guilty and they have performed a betrayal. Every person who despises their self or angry with their self and cannot accept themselves. I ask you, Holy Spirit of God, to heal those wounds and those hurts. Those who feel today, I've rejected God. I've betrayed God. I've been living a life betraying His will in my life. I've done things that I know that beast betrayed Him. That is distant our relationship. As that you be praying. Pray, 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 pray right there where you are. Pray right there where you are. Pray through to God today. That those hindrances and that hurt, that pain be broken over you today. In Jesus' name. He loves you. He loves you. And this day is a day of reminder how much He loves you that He gave His all. And He took it all. That you could be free, oh just receive the peace and the love of the Lord, let His presence touch you. Saints raise your hands and just shout out, "I'm healed! I'm free, Jason, Jesus name, in Jesus name, Lord, we give you praise and we give you glory. We're going to be here tonight at six o'clock. I've got another message about the dominion of the church. Of Jesus Christ. And we'll look for you. God bless you and continue to pray in in Jesus' name.